It's the My Michelle Live podcast. My Michelle Live Entertainment Review. Roll out the red carpet. Here's Michelle. Hey, welcome to Entertainment Review. Glad to have you with us as we look at news, movies, and so much more. Let me introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, my friend, movie reviewer, and all-around cool guy, Adam Holt. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> Plugging you into the movies, this is Adam Holt. Glad to have you, Adam. Happy weekend to you. Happy weekend to you, too. Glad to be here. Thank you. We made it. Yes, we made it. Well, yeah, so far, so good, at least, right? So far, so good. Today on our entertainment review, we're going to look at some new films. Sonic the Hedgehog is out, so we'll be looking at that. And there's a few other things to mention. But first, a little entertainment news. Entertainment news. Taking on the news of the week, last week's entertainment review, Adam, we talked about Disney, for example, and the new Woke Kingdom. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm working on an article that'll be published shortly. So, yes. Yes. So, the new Woke Kingdom, trying to wrap my head around why wokeness or sexuality has to be a part of Disneyland and children's programming. But in entertainment news this week, cookies are a part of the woke kingdom and sexuality. Oreo cookie. Have you heard the story about Oreo cookies? No, I haven't. And all I heard was cookies and then you cut out. And then I heard sexuality and woke kingdom. I'm like, I wonder what I missed. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Oreo, as in the cookie, has released a short film chronicling a young man's decision to come out as gay to his extended family. And the film's titled The Note. Oreo Cookie's official tweet, and I'll be glad to, if you are watching this, uh, show this up on screen so you can watch too. Oreo Cookie tweeted, coming out doesn't happen just once. It's a journey that needs love encourage every step of the way share our new film and let someone know their hashtag lifelong ally and here is a little short tidbit of the video he says i love you it's an asian young man to his mother i think you're ready his extended family is coming sister eats an oreo cookie And they say, are you ready? I don't know. In the end, they uh, agree that they love their son, and Oreo Cookie is happy to be part of it. Coming out doesn't happen just once, they say. Oreo Cookie with rainbows. Be a lifelong ally. So there it is, Adam. Oreo Cookie is now woke. Honestly, I'm speechless, Michelle. And those who know me would say that doesn't happen very often. (laughs) I'm with Um, you. I guess I'm just, uh, my thought is, why do we have to have Oreo cookies? They're Oreo. Advocating for anything. Right? Oreo. It's one of the world's most delicious and yet utterly unhealthy things. And so... (laughs) Hmm. If we're really concerned about health, 
the good thing would be for them to say, we know our cookies taste great, but they're killing you. You should go eat a pear. Uh, Not on a carrot just- for the love of health, please. Yeah, and Adam, I love, I, I honestly love that they are encouraging love in families, no matter yeah, where your kids go, no absolutely. matter what decisions your kids make, whether you agree with them or not, loving them is yeah. paramount. And I'll tell you what, I love that part. I'm going to be straight about that, but often in an attempt, no pun intended, no, but in an attempt <laughs> to pull heartstrings, companies and bandwagon jump. And they alienate a buying group that is tired of the over-representation and down-your-throat agenda of the Rainbow Mafia. I'm sorry, but it's just true. Oreo cookie now has a sour taste in my mouth. It's like, more of this? Really? You're indoctrinating our kids from Disneyland to, to special treats. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah, I... What do no, you say? again, I, I'm with you. I'm like, can I, is it okay if I just have a cookie? <laughs> no, not anymore. My doctor would say no, but I'm asking it as a rhetorical question, not a literal question. <laughs> uh, yeah, kids, why, come why, eat why your Ori Woke cookies. Politicized. <laughs> I don't know. But then wow. we do get politic- politicization in Christian realm, and we're happy about it, is that being uh, hypocritical? I'll give you an example. In the news this week, a special online concert that happened last week fe- featuring the award-winning Christian band for King and Country raised uh-huh. like $150,000 for Ukrainian relief. And the band, they've won four Grammys, five Dove Awards. They filmed this concert in the Mojave Desert in California, featured some music from their new album, What Are We Waiting For? And it streamed across Mm -hmm. multiple platforms, $150,000 for Convoy of Hope. And that was, that's really exciting. They're doing something good. Now, speaking of Grammys, Maverick City Music. Do you know who Maverick City Music is? Um, I have heard of them. I'm not very familiar with them. Sunday night, they won their first Grammy. And it's also becoming the first Christian or gospel group in 20 years to perform live on the broadcast. They gave glory to Jesus. Wasn't that politicizing Jesus? Yeah, obviously, politicization is in the eye of the beholder. And honestly, it probably depends on whether we agree with the position being advocated or not. Is that Jesus down your throat? Are we, can people say, gee, I'm really tired of those Christian people always saying glory to God, lifting their finger up, doing the sign of the cross or whatever they're doing. Is it the same thing? And that's where we have this issue of, well, yeah, but it is free speech. It's free speech when Oreo cookie does it. It's free speech when Disney does it. It, It's just that in our world, we like to shut down one side. One side gets shut down. So it's not so much free speech when it's not free for everyone, correct? Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. And Again, there are double standards all over the place, and I think it is incumbent upon us as Christians to do our best to live lives of integrity. I, like, I think if you put any of us under the microscope and you watched us for a couple of days and you watched our thoughts, 
guess what? We can go after hypocrites all we want. Hypocrites right there looking at you in the mirror, right? We're all, none of us are perfect. And that's why I think we have a gospel message that says Jesus came in grace and truth. And so there is, there's not a need for us as Christians to pretend to be perfect or to try to force everybody else to agree with what we believe. And on the other hand, I think we believe there's a gospel that leads to life and we want to talk about it. And we want to tell people that Jesus is the author of that gospel. And so Jesus came in grace and truth. And there were times when, even when he was operating in grace, the people who got the truth hammers out didn't like him very well. And I think we have to be careful wherever we're coming from, when we insist that we are the chosen representatives of the truth, but the grace gets lost along the way. Grace gets lost along the way. And that's where... And I don't do it perfectly. You don't. Your audience doesn't. And so is it possible for us to just have some humility and to say, these are the things I care about. Can we have conversations that don't involve name-calling, that don't call, you know, that we're not Canceling, rushing to categorize. Because denying. Categorize yes. people. It's a kind of objectification. We're not really letting them be a human being. Because you have that too. So again, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, hopefully we want to do unto others as, as we would have them do unto us. Go preach it, my friend. That will preach. I'm telling you, it's important for us to be able to listen. But yeah. I also have that buying right to say, Disney, I'm not comfortable with this. You've gone no, too right. far. The there's a right and there's speak. a wrong. There's a time where you do. I don't care what your sexual message is. Stop sexualizing my children. And that's okay. It's okay to maybe say Oreo. That's what does that have to do with your cookie? And it is okay to say, let's follow the worldview and see where it leads you. When people say that, uh, shutting down uh, conversations with young people, kids under third grade about sexuality is going to kill them because so many kids uh, find themselves depressed because of sexual identity. Do you know the statistics for suicide, depression, anxiety, and substance abuse don't actually go down after gender reassignment? We can't talk about that. We're canceled. And that's where it is not free speech where you have the right to say what you want Uh, we should have a dialogue about loving your kids if they quote come out can you still love them and should you oh absolutely even when you don't agree i don't care if it's coming out sexually or it's coming out as other decisions that kids could make that parents disagree with you love your kids that's what it comes down to and it's about shining light in darkness as the darkness uh, invades our world the light shines even brighter and that reminds me of another news story this week denzel washington revealed some details about his interaction with will smith that we we talked about this last week during the oscars he told attendees at a leadership summit that the only solution he could see in that situation there was prayer. He said, fortunately, there were people there. And it wasn't just me that stood in the gap. He said, actor Tyler Perry came immediately right over there with Denzel. And he said, some prayers were said. 
he said, I, but for, and this goes back to what we were talking about with grace, I, but for the grace of God, go there before the grace of God, go any of us, he said, who are we to condemn? I don't know all the ins and outs, he said of this situation, but I know the only solution was prayer the way I saw it. That is really what it comes down to. Thank you, Denzel. All of the stories we've talked about thus far in a nutshell. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what is prayer other than it's an expression of dependence? I guess it's, there are other things that it is, but when I'm praying, I'm acknowledging that I need God desperately. (laughs) Boy, do we expressing, I'm expressing that. And yeah, I, I could go off on that in any number of directions. <laughs> and, and that's I appreciate the hope. what Denzel had to say. Absolutely. It's the big story that will never be reported in the mainstream news that in the darkness, God is still doing something. And his grace is amazing and his grace is sufficient for me. And that's what we need to be walking in. Uh, as we watch and see the results of people judging and shutting down and hating, we don't like that very much. We almost feel persecuted. Yeah. Well, take a lesson and stop ourselves with the log in your eye issue. Well, yeah. I <laughs> judging mean, I, I, I and hating other people. Hollywood has really gotten on my nerves. And that's not to make an argument that what Will Smith did was a right or good thing, but holy cow, people, can we just get off the soapbox and let the guy get on with his life? No. (laughs) Thank Uh, you. Thank you. And I I think he's going to do good things. Annoyed by Hollywood. Yeah, I, they. I think Will Smith is going to come around and do some really good things. I think there's some change that God is doing in his life. He's already acknowledged, and I'm willing to watch it happen because light is all the brighter in darkness. And that's some headlines from the week from the entertainment world. Now, Adam, let's get into the movies. The wait is finally yes, over. it is. Ferociously entertaining, a dazzling escape. It's the My Michelle Live podcast. You love that, don't you? Just admit it. You love that. I do. I just, ferocious is such a good word. And it so works there. So, I know it. yes. I know it. Definitely. Everyone should have their own trailer, I think. That's just how I life should be. So. <laughs> We're going to have so. to get you a trailer, Adam. So let's talk about movies. Let's go to the movies. Adam Michelle, go to the movies. What are we looking at this week? The biggest thing out this week is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I think I'm on safe ground saying there's two kinds of people in the world. People who are interested in Sonic the Hedgehog and people who aren't. And (laughs) you don't have to like spend a lot of time thinking about which category you're in. You already know, even if you didn't know that you knew. (laughs) (laughs) So... This is a nice movie, and if you have the trailer queued up, we can watch it, and then I can say a few more things about it. Here we go. These rings signify the commitment. So help me, Thomas. Sorry. Life or death situation, I need you to use the ring to save me, like right now. Snow, my God. Oh, boy. Not too late. Oh, Lord, there are two of them now. What's happening? <laughs> okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. 
You brought some kind of space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Okay, there you go. I think it looks fun. And man, yeah. if, if I had a wedding in Hawaii, that would be awesome with a yeah. space portal and oh, snow just... coming. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> so Sonic is sort of Sega's version of Mario. And so he's been in video games for low these many decades. He is a little blue electric hedgehog with amazing powers. And in the first one, Jim Carrey's character, Dr. Robotnik, tried to capture him and siphon off his powers. At the end of the first movie, he ended up on a mushroom planet trapped. And if that doesn't sound like very much fun, I don't think it sounds like very much fun either because I don't <laughs> like mushrooms. I don't uh, like mushrooms either. So but he had one a chocolate quibble. planet. I'd be all over that. Yeah, you'd be okay. I'd be okay. Chocolate. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, it's fungus. It, what God did not intend for us to eat mushrooms. <laughs> But anyway, that's another podcast for another time. He has a little piece of Sonic's, they call them quills, and it has all kinds of power that helps him to get off the planet. He connects with the red porcupine, whose name is Knuckles, the other character who's a friend of Sonic, who's a fox. That character's name is Tails. I'm not sure if it's male or female, so I have no gender pronoun to use here. And... Yeah, it's just, it's Sonic and Tails and Sonic's family, Tom and Maddie, up against Dr. Robotnik and Knuckles and Maniacal, Nefarious, Melodramatic, Insanity. He's just, he's, <laughs> Jim Carrey is the guy who ties the maiden down on the tracks. It's that kind of old school bad guy. Like the first movie, this one is super fun. It's a really fun movie. And I liked the first one a lot. I think the second one and most mainstream agree critics are agreeing, this is a better movie. So it's not an Oscar winning movie, but just for lighthearted entertainment that doesn't go too woke and has some nice gags in it. If you've seen the trailer, that it's more of that. And I was laughing through the whole thing. So apparently I'm the target audience. But, uh, <laughs> a little bit of vanity, but that's it. It's a PG movie. It's a nice movie. And we don't get those very often. Anymore. And they've tweaked uh, Sonic. We talked about this when the first Sonic came out. They really had to go through some iterations of Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog because he came out to test groups as, ooh, creepy. It was almost the equivalent of watching the Cats movie. Remember the Broadway musical come to, yeah. to movie? Oh, yeah. And it yeah, was creepy. That is one of the worst movies ever produced in the history of all movies cats oh and so creepy this meld between human and cat in a really bad way yeah so sonic the hedgehog was like that and they had to go back and redesign him and i think they did a pretty good job now he's endearing and so are his friends you broke up on me there so if you ask me a question i didn't hear it no, that's too bad. That was a good one. No, there was really no question. Just saying, it, it's endearing. Uh, Sonic's endearing. So are his friends. So it may be worth a see. Another movie I wanted yeah. to take on, probably because I really like sports films and that I do, it's a, a movie that um, that takes on a little bit of soccer, a little bit of family. It's called High Expectations. It's out this weekend. Kelsey Grammer is in it, isn't he? Yeah, and I 
I didn't bring it up because it actually was just a Fathom event Thursday night. So it has come and gone already. But it will be available. It will be available. So I thought it might be worth a see. Few people may have seen it. Sometimes Fathom will put out these events and we'll try to be good about letting you know about them beforehand. So if you go out and support them, what happens is they go, oh, this is a movie that people are coming to see. We're going to extend it a little bit. And maybe we'll put it in other theaters. So it's a nice way for smaller yeah. films or independent films, sometimes faith-based or faith-adjacent films, to get out there and show the movie industry we're interested in this. They can make yeah. some money from it so that's where now uh, they may have a they may put it back out as a second fathom event or they make may make it available in some of the streaming services so let's take a yeah. look at the trailer and we'll just chat about it briefly it's called high expectations i can be the striker that you're looking for i'll give you a few minutes at training tomorrow no special treatment you better put me wrong or everyone's gonna think i've flipped and maybe i have Hey, 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 Sophie, I just want to have a conversation. I just want to have a conversation with you. Jack, it's me. I hope you're okay. I'm just really confused right now. I was just trying to make things better. I'm tired of those high expectations. How come you never believed in me? What? You knew that it was my dream, always, just to play soccer. No play for you, father and son. Chip off the old block, you're not. Thanks. Be thankful. It certainly will be interesting to see how it affects the team. And remember, he's coaching one son against his other son. It's going to be much more than a regular game. That's just a little sneak peek into high expectations. Your thoughts, Adam? Yeah, this is a nice family sports movie. It's about a guy named Jack, whose dad is like one of the most famous soccer coaches in the United States. Although one could stop and ask the question, are there famous soccer coaches in the United States? But hey, that would yeah. be another discussion for another time. Yeah, I'm a soccer girl. Come on. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I couldn't name one if you put a gun to my head. So don't put a gun to my head. But... <clears throat> He, he has a brother who is the star goalie for his dad's team. And Jack has been, let's just say he's been a case study in failure to launch. He's just, he's been a failure. He's been a disappointment. He's got a sister who's a congresswoman. His brother's the star goalie. His dad is the star coach. And then there's him. And he ends up on an opposing team getting his shot to prove that he has what it takes to be a professional soccer player. And the sense of the tension with his family, the tension with his dad, especially Kelsey Grammer plays the dad who's the coach. So it's a pretty nice movie. I would say faith adjacent is the way to talk about it. It's not mm -hmm. a Christian movie that you would have to just be aware of. And for some people, that's going to be a deal killer. And for others, as you and I have talked about, that's not something that would stop them from watching a movie. But that is a story. So if at some point it rolls out, like on streaming or gets an extended Fathom release, because sometimes these things do so well that they actually will do an encore within a week or so. So if it did well enough 
on Thursday night, we'll find out. Yeah. And so that's where I wanted to bring it up so that if you see it in your area called High Expectations, go and see it, support it. If it, and, and Go to yeah. pluggedin.com, look at their long review. If there's issues with things that maybe a few swear words, things like that, maybe you're not comfortable with your kids seeing, that's fine. That's up to you. It's That's what Plugged In is for, to help you navigate through the entertainment world, music, videos, books, YouTube, YouTube channels, video games, and the like. But uh, for those of the rest of us uh, who think, no, I can't, I, I'd be interested in going and see this, you may want to. So uh, we're at that time where we get to look forward and maybe make a suggestion that may not be a new film or something that someone may not know about. What are, What's a, your either recommendations or things that we can look forward to? In terms of things that are coming relatively soon. Next week, midweek, we have Father Stew, which is a Mark Wahlberg movie about a guy who has a rough background and a pretty radical conversion. And it's based on a true story. My coworker, Paul Asty, has seen it. I haven't seen it yet. So my understanding of it is secondhand at this point. And he loved it. And Mark Wahlberg, of course, has been and continues to be really outspoken about his Catholic faith. I'm not sure Mark's read that part of the Bible where it talks about not using unwholesome language. There's a Come lot on, we were talking about movie. grace. We were talking so, about grace. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> we were talking about grace earlier, my friend. We are, we're we talking are, about grace. <laughs> it's a really redemptive movie. And again, I think if you are willing to to wade into that issue, it'll definitely be, I think, one of the better movies coming out anytime soon. And then, of course, we have the Fantastic Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore, which the Secret of Dumbledore... Oh, we lost you for a second. Can part you of this around. You might want to repeat that. I just lost you for a second. Yeah, Secrets of Dumbledore continues the Fantastic Beasts trilogy. And one of the things that happens there is that Dumbledore does officially come out in this movie. So we've circled back all the way to where we started. This is another high profile example of taking a beloved character and, and making the LGBT identity issue a part of their story. So uh, if you weren't aware of that and you're a Harry Potter fan, it's definitely good to be aware of that before you go to see this. And as always, we'll have the full review for that out next week. All right. I want to just suggest maybe a, it's more of a series uh, going away from movies that was airing between 2018, I believe, and 2021. And that's Lost in Space. I don't want it to get lost in uh, antiquity. It's still streaming on Netflix. And I want to say I really enjoyed it. So that's going to be my suggestion this week. Lost in Space. I'm going to play a a little trailer from actually 1965. For those of you, for for some of our younger uh, audience members that said that we're like, oh yeah, I like Lost in Space. I was pretty awesome. There was a Lost in Space before you even squealed out your first wah. There was this from the world of old school 
television series, Lost in Space. <laughs> Here are the amazing adventures of a group of space pioneers marooned on an uncharted planet. Adventure as challenging as tomorrow, as far out as the stars. Spectacle beyond imagination as the astronauts struggle for survival in a strange new world. Yeah, that was before even Adam and I were born, lost in space, seriously. And then, did you remember in, I think it was 1998, the there was a Lost in Space movie? Do you remember here, that one? I've mostly deleted that file, but uh, I do remember it. Here it is. Get ready. Get set. Mission control, this is Jupiter. Get lost. How you doing? How you, you doing? doing, right? Isn't that funny? So there's that. But uh, I did want to get to my suggestion of the week. I think this was a really well done I, I uh, series. I've watched most of series of the first season. And I love the family values. I love the making the right decisions that when there's wrong decisions that are made, there's consequences and you see them yeah. play out believing in each other faith, maybe not so much a, a Christian faith, but having a faith, finding light. It, it, there's just so much to it. I really, truly enjoyed it. Why don't we watch just a few seconds of that trailer this is will robinson of the 24th colonist group i'm making a record of this because it seems we're the first humans to try and turn a spaceship into a sailboat tankers away i am the passenger i see the stars come out of the sky singing la la is that a waterfall can we just get where we're going once without crashing <laughs> everyone yeah, it's really well done, and uh, that's not part of uh, season one, but just a little look into the family and the other passengers and the being lost in space, and it's just, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you've enjoyed it. I haven't seen it. I think my family, we watch weird things. I probably can't talk about when calls the heart again, but we continue to yell at the screen with that when a certain <laughs> character is on screen. <laughs> And weirdly enough, and this is super weird, and it makes me feel older than old, and maybe even older than that. So, are you ready? What? My wife and I have been watching Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> there it's you like, go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a symptom of how, like, stressful my life is that it just relaxes me to, you know, the people who have dug up these old treasures that were Oh, no, it's totally cool. Adam, it's totally cool. It's totally cool. Red Antique Roadshow. And we've been watching a lot of HGTV and makeover shows because we're doing some home improvement stuff. So, oh, there, you, there go. you go. And I love tiny house shows. I will yeah. watch uh, a lot of food shows. I, I just saw for the first time yesterday a show called, what is it, uh, Fast Foodies. And they will try to recreate some of the fast food that we all know and love and then deconstruct it, reconstruct it in some high class manner and inspired way. I love those kind of things. And so there's so yeah. much to entertainment beyond uh, just movies. 
And those things are fun as well. I thought I would throw out Lost in Space because uh, my family has been enjoying that as well. And Wing Calls the Heart, another favorite. And you can go so back, lovely. you can harken back to Little House on the Prairie and the Waltons, which replay yeah. on, I think, the Hallmark Channel, if I'm not mistaken. So these are things that go back to a more lighthearted era. Totally worthwhile. And those are some of our suggestions. Adam Holtz is with Plus plugged in reviews you can go to pluggedin.com or find the link at my michelle live these reviews that they do their blogs give you a lot of information that you don't really get out there to help navigate through pop culture and make the best decisions for your family so thanks adam for hanging out with me it's always awesome you're always appreciated. And thank you for being part of the fun. Ferociously. Like us, share us. Thanks for being part. More entertainment at mymichellelive.com.